welcome to the One Life City Church podcast. Welcome to the One Life City Church podcast, and this is the Summer Bible Study Series. I'm your host for today, Pastor Elliot Chung, and today we are with our executive pastor, Pastor Jay Wu. Welcome back, Jay. Thank you. It's good to be back. Yeah. You know what? Let's just go for it. Why not? Why not? Yeah, it's like we, we, we know what this is about. We've been doing this for several weeks now. We're kind of on the tail end of it. So let's just get to God's word and let's see what comes out of it. Yeah? Sounds good. So today we are focusing on James chapter 4, the first 10 verses, right? Yes. Yeah, so Jay, why don't you read that for us and let's, let's go for it. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire but do not have. So you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want. So you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think scripture says without reason that he jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us? But he gives us more grace. That is why scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning in your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. So first of all, I, I really like I really like the book of James or the epistle of James. Like there's something about James that it's like so refreshing to me. Like I know like I've heard growing up there's always a lot of controversy, like mixed messages and mixed feelings about mm-hmm. like James, but like um, personally, I find it refreshing. Like I and and also there's like a poetic nature to it. There's all these like extremes and parallelisms and um, cause and effects, right? And so, um, yeah. so as you're reading through, it, like, what are some things that stand out to you? Because um, there are a lot of like like classic James stuff. <laughs> it, it's there, you know. And so, like, what are some things that stand out to you? Or like, yeah, yeah. what are some initial observ- observations? James isn't like a, a long letter. And so he, there's not a, like, a lot of flowery language that he uses, but at the same time, it, it's still pretty descriptive. And so um, one of the things that like, I probably for all the epistles, you could do this, but specifically for James, what stood out. So I, I went ahead and because when you read it, you, you kind of just keep going and mm-hmm. you assume when there's, you know, pause or break, or maybe you just need to take a breath. And so you, take a breath but it's hard to see patterns and so um, one of the things i actually did was i just i wrote it out um Mm. in a way that kind of still what i assumed you know were some breaks or or some um some connections and so as i did that you know i'm trying to explain this you know when it's more of a visual thing and so i started with um like what causes fights and quarrels among you and so Mm. starting off with you know fights and quarrels between people, desires that battle within you, right? And so there's mm-hmm. there's this illustration of between people 
there's fighting and quarreling. Mm. But the next line that James takes is, is that, you know, rhetorical question, fighting externally between people. Yeah. But he takes it deeper and he says, but it comes from within you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he takes this external thing and he, he like, kind of just doesn't hold back any punches. And he's like, well, it's actually within you. Hmm. And then it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's, it feels like it might be a little more sharp. Yeah. But what's yeah. Thing is when you, at least for me, when I did that. So he starts with fights and quarrels between people. And then he goes through the line of, you know, it's the battle within you. You want something, but the, you don't get it. You kill and covenant, but you cannot have what you want. Hmm. And then he, he, moves it back to this space of fighting and quarreling says that you quarrel and fight. Yeah. And so, um, and then even the next line, you know, moving on, he says, you do not have, because you do not, uh, you do not ask God mm-hmm. when you ask, right. You do not receive because you ask with wrong motives. And so he has kind of that segment where he tries to pinpoint where that issue is, where he talks about pride and, and being humble. And so this is in verse six. He says, yeah. God opposes proud, but shows favorites of the humble. Yeah. And then in verse 10, he says, um, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so even mm-hmm. in that section, right, it goes, um, but he gives more grace, right? And, and it's this like climax of here's the issue, here's the problem, but God gives us more grace. And it's mm-hmm. almost like what we understand and then what he does is um, God knows uh, knows our intentions in sinful ways, right? Like, like I me, mean, at least that's what I'm pulling out. Yeah, yeah. And then verses seven through ten, it just it's like one after another. James is like spitting out, you know, these very active, action oriented um, verses where it's submit yourselves, resist the devil, mm-hmm. come here to God, wash your hands, purify your hearts, grieve, mourn, wail, change yeah. your life this morning uh humble yourselves so just observation wise like mm-hmm. james is it, like he's just using so many different tools and yeah um, yeah it's it's like just a barrage of uh, <laughs> yeah it's a brush it, yeah i mean because like in in some sense like if we think about how um i, I would imagine a- ancient orders or a- ancient like writers it's some of it it's um there's a scribe like someone's like writing a letter and then usually there's like someone, a scribe that's like writing what the letter is about, you know, or writing the letter for whoever's uh, reciting the letter. And so I wonder, like, some of it's, it's just like James, like, processing this out, out loud, right? And so it's almost like, it almost kind of feels like, it feels like a train of thought, which is kind of like just, just things that are just coming out. But um, the the beauty of it is like, I'm, I'm like seeing, like, like you mentioned, um, there's a lot of like he brings he weaves themes that he brought up back a couple like sentences later. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of like opposites, right? That I'm seeing also like uh, like verse four, like you adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity with God? Like that kind of opposites, yeah, uh, extremes. Um, like the next verse, like the same thing. Like therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world is an enemy of God. Pretty much same thing, just reiterating it. And then, um, yeah, a, a proud and humble, that's another kind of opposite, kind of extremes. And like, I, th- yeah, the last part that you mentioned, like, it's really interesting of just, um, there's so many imperatives, like commands, like uh, submit yourselves and, and whatnot, all the things that you listed. 
and it's just like it's a lot <laughs> it's a, like I, I it 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 gives you no room to be like emotionally neutral almost mm-hmm. you know like grammatically yeah yeah and so i wonder too if, if if that might be some of the controversy of James too, and, and mm. not to like get all into that, but, um, but when you read James, it, there's no mincing what he's saying. You, you, it's almost like it, it is what it is. And you're left with wrestling through what James just slapped your face. with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so you're having to sit like, even for me to, to read through this, you know, today I just had to sit with it and kind of play it through my head again over and over. And and try to like decipher in my own heart, like where's this landing? And still at the same time, I keep going back to, okay, there's all these contrasts. There's what feels like these bookend and like ideas. And, and so it's just, it's hard to unpack in a way because of that. Yeah. And actually like speaking of contrast, I'm, I'm realizing even like the passages just before this, the verse that we read, like it talks about like, um, like there's like this really like beautiful kind of like part where like wisdom that comes from heaven is pure, peace loving, considerate, full of mercy. And this is the end of end of chapter three, right? And then like peacemakers who so in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. And it's like so like floral and beautiful language. And then all of a sudden it's like, what causes fights and quarrels among you? You know, so it's <laughs> yeah. So it's very. I, I almost feel like he's like like almost like he's intentionally tugging on your. Uh, emotions it's like a korean drama he's intentionally trying to like make you feel something like mm-hmm. observation wise james uses a lot of rhetorical questions and mm, yeah, notice that too, yeah. Like a literary tool or he's just like he's addressing the issue or diagnosing maybe the problem mm. um and so, and so it's just like it, there's no avoiding it So if I could, let me, I'm actually just, there's a couple of areas too where I had questions and I just want to highlight that because I think, you know, for me, at least even reading this, I, I could see where there might be some areas where I'm like, oh yeah, I think that this, if I took it in a certain way, it could, it could end with this skewed mm-hmm. theology. And so one of them okay. was yeah. um, friendship with the world, right? And so mm. starting, starting in verse four, like, he says, you adulterous people. And then he talks about friendship with the world means enmity against God. And, and so I, I did a shorthand in, in my journal. It just was friendship with the world equals hatred toward God. Hmm. The question I, I left with was, is James implying that the world might be inherently evil, where there's just something hmm. about this world that goes against the nature of God? Hmm. And and so, you know, so that's one question. Can, um, before we find the next question, can I, can I add something to that? Because um, I think a, a part of that is maybe also trying to find out the question to like, what was the state of the world at the time? You know, so when James is like, um, like if you are friendship of the world, then like maybe James is making an observation about a, like a wider culture, a, like something that's happening politically something that's happening societally. And, and so maybe like, maybe that begs the question, like what's happening potentially um, at the time that this is being written where James has to make that like clear distinction of like, if, if you are in friendship of the world, it is in direct opposition potentially, right? 
in yeah. direct opposition with God. So like, there's definitely like, like it's not like we, we might have to go to the Greek to unpack this. Cause like, you know, the, the difference of like, I think, I think um, like, for example, like in, in John three sixteen where it says for God to love the world. Uh, um, I think, I, I think I vaguely remember the Greek being the cosmos, you know, so for God to love the cosmos. So like mm-hmm. God to love the universe. Um, and so it carries a different meaning. Um, so I wonder, um, it might be worth um, kind of figuring out what is it, what is James, like what, what word is James using when he says world? Is he trying to um, describe something that's like happening closer to him, like his world, right? Like, and mm-hmm. it, like what it means to be a like first century Jew and like in that world, or is he talking about a, a bigger observation of like what's happening worldwide? Um, is he talking about the cosmos? Because depending on how we answer that question or depending on what comes out of that question, um, the meaning is different. So even to piggyback off that too, like, you know, going back to the first three verses, he starts off with fights and quarrels among you. Mm -hmm. And, and I think it's easy to just in our heads picture, okay, there's, there's a rumble or, you know, there's a skirmish and, and people are just fighting or that there's some, you know, petty, like, quarreling right between people or neighbors but where he la- he lands it it's like so off because then in verse three he says when you ask you do not receive because mm. you ask wrong motives and here's the kicker he says that that you may spend what you get on your pleasures and so mm. you know, it starts off with these fighting and quarreling and he he moves it to the space where it's like well really it's because you're not asking god and when you do ask, you have these wrong motives. You're, you're really just lusting after the mm, things. Right? Yeah. So, so for me, that would be the connection to, um, to the world where mm, yeah. there's this like lust of, and I don't even know, like I, we can say it's material stuff, but I, I don't know. But, um, but it seems like there's a lusting at least of, of desires, right? Of pleasures. Mm. Um, and so he's pretty sharp because then in verse four, he's like, you adulterous people. Yeah, yeah. If you look at the footnotes, it alludes to covenant unfaithfulness. And so mm-hmm. and so he kind of drives it home. Yeah, so it's something, something deeper than just like the physical world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so he brings it relationally where it's like, mm. hey, you guys have missed the point. Like you're trying to go after whatever this world offers you. And at the same time, you don't realize that when you're doing that, you're you're creating this rift between you and, and the Lord mm. and who you are and your identity as as people, as God's people specifically, is that you're in this covenant relationship with God. Mm. And so yeah. your motives, your in your relationships, um, your your lusting, you know, for the things of this world, you're breaking your covenant relationship with God as you do mm. that. And it's interesting that like that covenant relationship gets brought up and, and, and the idea about longing, right. Gets brought up and in verse five is like, but like God jealously longs for, for us, you know? <laughs> and, and so like, it's, it's really interesting like that another, there's another kind of contrast there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and even in that, it, it's like, it's, it's another question, right. Or do yeah. you think scripture says without reason, that is, it's God that created us and put his spirit in us. Yeah. Um, but then he moves into verse six, which, you know, as I read it, it, it's almost like 
he's diagnosed the problem and he's he's like put it out on the table where you can't really avoid it yeah and he says oh but he gives us more grace yeah and and i don't know if it's a contrast of like oh this is over over and above like how good god is that he gives us more grace um or that he's like god knows <laughs> and, uh-huh. and here here's 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 the solution or here's the way out <laughs> and, and then and he goes to scripture and he says that hey you know this one god opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble so yeah i like for me i think different takes on, on what that might look like and sound like yeah uh so i mean so with that said uh, we're already kind of already in the interpretation process i think that really kind of started when we started um asking questions about verse four a little bit right when the what it means like the, the the question of like what does it mean for to have friendship with the world and be you know be an enemy of God, um, and so we get verse five and then verse six and so um, and I, I think you mentioned this earlier too but like that seems kind of like the climax uh, of this chunk of passage that we read so like what do you think when you see this text and kind of given what we talked about like what do you think this means to James's original audience and I think I think early on it says like this is written to twelve tribes so most likely. Um, it's written to the um, Jewish diaspora. So, like, what what do you think is James's intention from like with this chunk that we've we've talked about so far? My take would be, it's a reminder of of identity here, mm. where one, it's identity who who the who God is, right? Where he says that it's it's God who jealously longs for the Spirit He has caused to dwell in us. And I don't know if. I know it's in Paul that he talks about, or in Romans where he talks about the promised Holy Spirit, but but to have the Spirit dwell in you, like that's this external being that's in you. And so it talks about that covenant relationship that God has promised this to be um, his nearness to us. Mm. And so um, and so in that, it's like, at, on one hand, it's hey, God has caused the Spirit to dwell in us. And so he longs for that Spirit. Yeah. And at the same time, it's like, you know, we go into the, that scripture where it says God opposes the proud. And you have to ask, like, well, what what keeps us from God? Mm. And and if you look at kind of the human issue, it's it's our pride mm. and it's our self-sufficiency. It's it's our ability to believe that we are God and um, or that we don't need God. And mm. and so, he you know, he talks about humility and so in that humility it's recognizing who god is and who who we are and so that you know and then in verse seven i think it's that like way out where he's like hey submit yourselves then to god mm, yeah so if you recognize the issue if you can receive it if you can you know wholeheartedly understand that hey there's there's an issue that you know i've been lusting after the things of this world or whatever it might be he's like well here here's what you can do. Submit yourselves to God. Mm. Recognize that your, your pride, recognize um, what's causing that barrier. Mm, mm. The only way out is that you submit yourselves back to, to God. And mm. so he, you know, and then he talks about resist the devil. Um, yeah. Yeah. But what was interesting though, is even in verse eight, he goes back to, so he talks about adulterous people, which implies covenant relationship. Mm. And he goes to say, you sinners, you double-minded. Yeah, yeah. Again, back to like, dude, James is, he's, he's not holding <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm, and so I think this is where I kind of resonate with um, James in that like the traditional belief that uh, the writer of B 
being James, he's Jesus' half-brother, right? And so mm-hmm. he has a kind of a lot of rapport with the Israel people. And like I, I feel like I am, and this is going back, like as an Enneagram 4, <laughs> I, I am most critical about the things like that I, that I love. So like myself. I'm like most critical uh, about myself and the things that are close to me. So like I, uh, you know, as a, someone who is Korean American, I'm, I'm critical of like things that like irk me about Korean American culture. Um, but at the same time, like I, I also, I'm very like Christian. And so like, I, 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 I tend to be critical about Christian and Christianese things. Um, so I wonder if there's a sense of that with, with James where he's like, he really cares about people who follow the ways of God. He especially really cares about people who follow the ways of Jesus and who also happen to be Israelites. And so I wonder, he's saying this, like, it, yeah, it does come across harsh, but, like, like there's a part of me, I get it. Like, because, like, like, sometimes these are the conversations that I'm having within myself. Not because, like, I loathe myself. But because I care, like I, I want to like, and, you know, and that might not be like the healthiest thing. And, you know, that's going to be something that I continue to work out with uh, the Holy Spirit and the therapist and, and, and my spiritual director and, and people like you and um, other people that I trust. But like he's saying this because like there's like this like genuine desire, you know, he describes God as someone who is jealous, jealously longing. Like he, he has this deep sense of longing to be like, Hey y'all, like we really, I really want us to pursue Jesus, like authentically and wholly, uh, with a W in front of it. Um, and so I want, I, I, I feel a, a little bit of that when I'm when I'm reading James. Mm-hmm. Um, so the critique from James, I, I, I get, and like yeah. the type of like language, like I get, I empathize with him. So why don't we move on to like application? Um, this is a dense text, and I feel like there's there's so many things that are that are practical here. Like I'm already like even from the get go, um, when it causes like when it talks about fights and quarrels, I like immediately I'm thinking about oh like we live in such a divisive world, right? And um, what what is this text specifically saying to you today? Um, what what are some um, things that as we sit in this text, do you feel like the Holy Spirit is bringing in you? Yeah. Um, if we want to talk about Enneagram a little bit too. So I'm mm-hmm. a six and part of my functioning is being able to like assess risk and mm-hmm. evaluating, you know, so in a way, like if, if it's unhealthy, it's a lot of control. Mm-hmm. Um, but so in that, like, if I can have order, if I can have control, like I, I can feel okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, but where that lends to is, is for me is a lot of pride too. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I think of even today, like just struggling with trying to get through throughout different parts of my day. And, and in that, like, I, I feel drawn to more of a tendency to control. Mm. Mm. but recognizing too like like where that puts me really is a space of it's just me it's about me Mm. and in scripture is like well okay it is like you're in the picture but it's not about you and you know if you 
if, if you're stuck in that world, like it, you're missing the point. And so it, even in this, like just recognizing like, I, like it, it's that call back, at least for me, to call back to submit and surrender to God. Mm, mm. Or you know, I, I've gone through this process of it's more of su- surrender where I recognize the sin. And mm. so I, I feel like that maybe that's what James does here too is, is he like, he kind of puts it in your face and, and yeah. kind of like you either surrender to that and acknowledge it or you don't. But then that second part is, is in verse seven where it says, submit yourselves then. Mm, and, and then he goes through that whole process, like, right. Come near to God. He'll come near to you. Wash your hands, purify your hearts, grieve, mourn and wail. And so it's, it's taking weight stock of, of, of our sins. Um, and so if I am to submit, if I am to acknowledge my sin, if I am to confess, um, there's a weight to that. Yeah. Ah, yeah. That's, um, yeah, that's good. I, I think for me, like a similar thing comes up, like, you know, the idea of humility is like a recurring theme here. Um, and, you know, as, as you're sharing, like just verse 10 kept like, like I already had it highlighted, but like, I just like, I, like underlined it again, <laughs> um, like the humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. And, you know, we think of humility as a posture of like laying down, Again, like, you know, as we talked about some of the observations, like this the contrast, right? Like humble yourselves, lay down before the Lord and he will lift you up. And like, it's like this opposite thing that we see. And you know, humility has like this, like almost like a negative connotation. You know, we, we, there's a sense of it, like about like you're making less of yourself, but it, in here, what we see is like, no, humility isn't about making less of yourself is about being more of who we're created to be of, of being people who are lifted up by God. And like, I'm, I'm reminded that like humility isn't like a passive thing um, that it, it takes intentionality. So like yeah. all the um, imperatives that James is laying down, like these are all like kind of things that help us humble ourselves, you know, like I'm like the, the command isn't be humble. The command is humble yourself, you know, isn't like, don't, it's not like, hey, be the state of being as practice the act of humility. And so, uh, yeah, I, I guess the invitation I'm feeling is like to be intentional about how to like humble myself <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and not just like let it be this passive thing, like not to let it be this like laissez-faire thing. Like if it happens, it happens, you know, but like mm-hmm. um, pursue that and in that, like trust that like, God, who is jealously seeking after me in the spirit, um, is is lifting me up, and he he's giving me more grace in that process. And one other thing that stood out too um, is it, really kind of that relational dynamic, where hmm. um, you know, again, like you said, it's not just like be humble, but it's humble yourselves before the Lord, and so um, and so it's mm. deeply rooted in relationship. Mm, yeah. And that specific relationship is with God. And so yeah, I think, you know, who, whoever we want to be, if we want to be humble people, that's great. It's a great virtue to achieve. But but that's not what God wants us to be. Right? Mm, <laughs> At the end of yeah. the day, it's all about that relationship with the Lord. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's at any point that we break that, right? You adulterous people. Hmm. And, and I feel like that's me. Like mm. that, there's, there's stuff about my day and my weeks and 
you know, different postures and all that, that, um, like I, I can identify with that. Mm. And yet God is saying, Hey, I have given you a spirit that I jealously long for, and he gives more grace. So in your pride, humble yourselves before the Lord. And that's, mm. that's God's favor right back upon you. Yeah. You know, so I'm not necessarily saying, Hey, go and sin so that you can experience God's favor. Like, no, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's like, hey, submit yourselves to God. Come back to the Lord, right? Come yeah. near to God. He'll come near to you. At any point that we feel distant, and, and this isn't a magic formula necessarily, but it's just that call to just draw back to the Lord. Mm, yeah. and, and where it starts is, is just submitting, humbling ourselves and submitting and saying, Lord, okay, here I am. God, here I am. And letting letting God bring to mind whatever barriers sin whatever there might be and then letting the lord kind of minister and work in our hearts yeah and so in that like god does lift us up he does yeah. lift me up and so joy hope god's presence peace like all that stuff mm. i get to experience but i get to experience that as i'm drawing near back to the lord yeah i don't know that's reassuring and so i need to hear that yeah Oh, I love it. I, I, and um, I think that's a really, really great point to land on. Jay, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for your insight and just processing this text, rich, deep, wordy, uh, punchy text with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And we invite you to tune in next week as we uh, tackle another passage. Um, and I'm looking forward to next week because uh, we're going to have uh, Marcos and Bede Ramirez. With that, thank you, everyone. Have a great blessed day. And we hope that throughout the week you get to continue to unpack and read God's word. And, and I pray that as you do that, as you draw near to that, you'll find God drawing near to you. Blessings, everyone. Bye. Thanks for joining us. This is a podcast of One Life City Church in Fullerton, California. If you would like to connect with us, visit our website at onelifecitychurch.org, or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram.